Hey everybody and welcome to Healthy Discourse. It's Emily here with Dr. Wiggy and today we're going to talk about adrenal fatigue. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that we now have social media on both Facebook and Instagram. So search for Healthy Discourse and you can find quotes from our episodes, some other information and links to all of the episodes there. So thank you for your support always. And um, it's been a stressful couple of years, and a lot of people's bodies are not necessarily handling that stress well. And so that's one, one trigger that we'll talk about today as far as what is adrenal fat- fatigue and what can we do about it, what are those symptoms, what are the treatments, and how do we know if we're experiencing adrenal fatigue and that's why I bring in the experts and so Dr. Wiggy is here to talk all about adrenal fatigue. So Wiggy, tell us what is adrenal fatigue? So adrenal fatigue really has been a a huge problem uh, over these past couple years and I think it's a a big problem not only because of all the stress uh, just from the kind of all of the the fear and anxiety that's been going on the past couple years but I'm also seeing this as being a major problem for people either uh, kind of after COVID, so kind of long haul uh, COVID, and potentially even some some issues after the vaccine, uh, because basically what adrenal fatigue is, and I, and I know there's some controversy around adrenal fatigue, and we can maybe get into that, but adrenal fatigue is basically when the demand for your body's adrenal glands, which is primarily our fight or flight glands, they help us produce certain hormones to deal with stress. It's basically when the demand is either too much, too fast, or it's just too much for too long. And they get to a point where they're kind of burnt out or they're fatigued, and so they cannot keep up with the demand. And so the, the hormones that the adrenal glands produce, they start to actually go, go down. And when they start to go down, we start to have certain symptoms. And it's called adrenal fatigue for a reason because uh, oftentimes people are very tired when, when they're dealing with this, with this specific issue. Well, and I know that a lot of your patients come in and that's their primary complaint is fatigue. And it seems like that's increasing just from our conversations that people are very, very tired and fatigued. Yes. And obviously, that's there's lots of reasons for that. And this is one of them. Um, okay, so that's kind of what happens in the body. Um, what are some other symptoms of adrenal fatigue? So yeah, so the biggest one, of course, is fatigue. And this is the type of fatigue where uh, sometimes it's described as kind of wired but tired. Like you're, you're really tired, but you're also on edge mm-hmm. all the time. So that's kind of a, a good way for people to think about it. If you're fatigued, but also kind of just really anxious still, that, that tends to be what we see for people that have, have this. Uh, beyond that, you know, there can be some, uh, some joint pain, you know, headaches, muscle aches, just kind of feeling... Uh, just feeling bad, uh, like kind of like you're fighting something. So that is a, a, kind of a common uh, description as well. But the biggest thing really is, yeah, this is a pretty, pretty can be a pretty advanced degree of fatigue uh, that people are dealing with. Sometimes to the point where you know it's tough for them to even get through the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some other kind of things you kind of uh, tricks that you kind of look for. This is that uh, oftentimes people with adrenal fatigue, uh, they're really tired in the morning. So they have a tough time waking up in the morning. Oftentimes cortisol should be highest uh, first thing in the morning. So they have a tough time waking up kind of 
Uh, they've kind of cobwebs in the morning. And then another one that's pretty common as far as uh, with adrenal fatigue is that they have an inability to exercise. Mm. So there's this exercise intolerance because exercise, as good as it is for us, which it is, it's fantastic, uh, but it is a stress on the body. Mm -hmm. So if we add more stress to the body, especially with kind of high intensity uh, training exercise, then these people actually feel wiped out. I mean, not just tired, you know, after working out, they feel wiped out, like they just got hit by a train. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times after working out, they have to go lay down, they have to go take a nap. Uh, they are kind of done for the rest of the day. And so uh, just because, again, their body doesn't have any reserve anymore. Yeah. There's really no buffer. So any sort of stress we put on the body, it's just, again, it's, it pushes over the edge. Sure. And actually, this would be a good discussion to have another time that just especially as we age, especially for women and with adrenals and our sex hormones and everything else, more exercise is not always better, mm -hmm. especially when we're talking about um, lots of like cardio and plyometrics and um, what I like to call circus workouts <laughs> where you're doing something else every 30 seconds and you're, you know, mm -hmm. there's lots of jumping and lots and lots of really high intensity. That's not often what women's bodies need as we age. So sure. Well, and guys too, you know, as this is, if we are dealing with, again, this adrenal fatigue, then high intensity training really is not the best, really not the best option. Right. So for those people, I just generally tell them to do restorative exercise, mm -hmm. which is mostly just walking. Right. Walking and stretching. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the things that I tell them to do because like I said, anything beyond that, they just, they, they can't handle it. Yeah. Well, and they're not going to achieve any exercise goals when this is going on anyway. I yeah. Mean, so it might be good to, to go through some of the causes here yeah. for, for adrenal fatigue. Because, next, that was my next question. Okay, so good. you're one, on the ball. One go step, for it. One step ahead of you. So basically what happens with this is that adrenals, adrenal glands are, again, our, our body's fight or flight response. So if there is this stress on the body, then there's this demand on the adrenals. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes people think stress is only the stress that we think about emotionally. You know, if you're emotionally stressed out, yes, that is hard on the adrenals. But basically, any form of stress is a demand on the adrenal glands. Right. So there's the there's the emotional stress. There is a physiologic stress that we see, and this is where we're. I think we're seeing this from from long haul COVID. Is that the the COVID infection was such a huge stressor on the body that the the adrenal glands have not been able to recover. Uh, other infections can also cause this. So that would be, you know, Epstein-Barr virus, chronic Epstein-Barr virus, chronic Lyme disease. We see mm -hmm. a lot of that uh, for these, uh, for patients. But again, anything that's stressing the body, uh, food sensitivities can contribute to this, mm -hmm. mold toxicity, environmental toxins, uh, hormone imbalances. Mm -hmm. There's lots of things. That's also what makes it somewhat tricky. Right. is because there's a lot of things that affect the adrenals. So we can start working on nourishing and supporting the adrenal glands, but oftentimes we need to help address the stressors mm -hmm. on the body. And so, Well, and arguably the, the mental load of so much that's been out of our control over the last couple of years, yeah. when you compound that with some of these other things... Um, and I like to always think about this because I, I mean, we might talk about this later. We didn't plan on it, but I take the, the adrenal support, um, that Wiggy has created and it's really helpful to me. 
And I, you know, will think about it sometimes when I'm feeling kind of that really tired in the afternoon, you know, when, and I'm someone who I deal with stress really well, just in general. And sometimes we can think about that and be like, oh, but I don't feel stressed out. But that doesn't necessarily mean that those, the mm-hmm. way that, that feeling stressed out does, is not the same as eliminating stressors. Right. Um, because even though we're in a good place mentally and even feel pretty good physically, there's still this stuff going on all the time. And sometimes we'll sit down and you'll remind me of all the things that are on my plate and and the experiences of that of that particular week or season. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this does make sense. Even though I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed with stress, there still is a lot of stress in my life. And I think most people feel that way. But that's a different way to think about it. Even if you don't feel, um, oh, I'm so stressed out all the time. I don't, I'm, you know, I don't have a high stress personality. That doesn't, the personality piece of this uh, is just a small fraction, I would say, of what's actually happening in the body. So that's just something to consider. Yeah, well, so it's one piece of it. Mm-hmm. I, I think for some people, just being stressed out all the time is enough uh, to push them into adrenal fatigue. Mm-hmm. So I think it can just be the the emotional piece, kind of the personality piece, mm-hmm. that, that 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 sometimes is enough. You know, really looking at the past couple of years, it really it has been a perfect storm for creating uh, the next wave of problems which is again we're dealing with adrenal fatigue here because we had the 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 stress and the anxiety mm-hmm. of dealing with the pandemic we dealt we lot most a lot of people uh have had the infection which again is a is a major stressor on the body mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of people aren't eating as well right because they're stressed out more people are drinking alcohol right because they're stressed and that makes the adrenal glands worse right we got rid of some of our coping mechanisms for for mm-hmm. stress, which is, you know, community, talking, exercise, the gym, yeah. going outside, uh, all those things. But a lot of times, again, that relationship piece is actually really important sure. for controlling stress. So it was a perfect storm. And that's why I'm seeing so many cases of this where people are just like, gosh, I'm just not feeling well. And for a lot of people, they feel so bad after COVID because they were already on edge, mm-hmm. their adrenals were already struggling because of all the stress going on, and then they got hammered with COVID, and they just can't they can't pull out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so we talked about some of the causes. Now, so when somebody comes in complaining of some of these symptoms, what tests do you generally, mm-hmm. how, how do you figure out if somebody, I mean, I, I'm assuming that just from hearing about their symptoms in their life that you can yeah. probably guess but how do you actually test to um find out if somebody is struggling with adrenal fatigue yeah so sometimes it is just a clinical diagnosis where they're describing these symptoms and it all lines up that they have this adrenal issue and so a lot of times we'll just start them on treatment because again it's it's they're they're tired and they need some help so we'll we'll go and get them started but if we're trying to to nail it down there are a couple ways you can do it uh one way is with a blood test so you can actually check Cortisol levels, it's best to check those uh, first thing in the morning because mm-hmm. that's when it should be at its highest. So a lot of times we'll see that the cortisol levels in the morning are actually really low mm-hmm. uh, when they should be, should be, should be good. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we see it where they may be okay in the morning, but then they really crash in the afternoon or the evening. Or sometimes they're terrible in the morning, but then they get a kind of a second wind in the evening. And so then there, there also can be a distorted uh, cortisol curve. 
-hmm. where it's normally high in the morning, you know, kind of medium in the afternoon and then low in the in the evening before sleep. So there's another way, another test that we can do where it's instead of just doing a snapshot with a blood test, we can actually do a saliva test where we check the cortisol levels throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's quite as accurate as a blood test, but it gives us a better picture for where kind of the cortisol curve is throughout the day. And so we oftentimes see that the cortisol levels can just be low, like all the time, they're always low, or that it's low at one point and then high at another point. So there's different adjustments we do uh, based on those. So yeah, generally I'll just start off with just a standard blood test. That's an easy test. LabCorp can do it and it gives us a lot of information. Mm -hmm. If we're trying to get a little more nuanced and uh, more personalized for each patient, we'll do the adrenal salivary test. And that, that tends to give us a lot of information. Right. Okay, so tell us, so when we, once we know that somebody is struggling with adrenal fatigue, what are some of the treatments that you then begin? Yeah, so part of it depends on the severity of the adrenal fatigue and how low the cortisol levels are. If they're just moderate, a lot of times we'll start off with some uh, what are called adaptogens. These are herbal formulas that help the body adapt. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're called adaptogens. So they help the adrenal glands produce more cortisol if we need some some boost. They will also suppress it if it gets too high. So it's a it's a balancing effect, which right. is which is really nice. My favorite out of the adaptogens is something called ashwagandha. Mm -hmm. I use that a lot and patients really do well yeah. with ashwagandha. There is a synergy of the adaptogens, so I think taking a combination of them also tends to be a little bit more effective. So we have a product uh, called our Adrenal Synergy, which is the ashwagandha, holy basil, and rhodiola. Mm -hmm. And I like that combination because there's a little bit of a stimulating effect with some of them, but a calming effect of others. Right. So it's more of a gentle energy. Yeah. So I do like I do like our Adrenal Synergy. and That's my favorite afternoon treat. It, it works. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really been helpful. That and some BCAAs. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a good way to control blood sugar because that's another stress if it drops too, or drops too low. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so doing some adrenal support with adaptogens is usually the, the first step. For some people, especially those that are dealing with long-haul COVID, their adrenals a lot of times are shot. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just really tired. So we will do some herbals, but oftentimes we see that they respond best to even gentler forms of therapy. Uh, and well, gentler, but actually more direct. So a lot of times we'll, we'll start people on some IV therapies, that nourish the adrenals. Mm -hmm. So there are a couple vitamins and minerals that are really important for the adrenal glands and, and their, the health of the adrenals. Vitamin C, critically important. This is depleted during stress. Really, all these are depleted during stress. That's why they're so important um, to help kind of support the adrenal glands. Vitamin C, B vitamins, and then uh, magnesium. Mm -hmm. Those are probably the most important ingredients to help the, help the adrenals to recover. So we'll recommend something called a Myers cocktail through an IV. And also it's amazing, you know, sometimes just doing one of those, uh, people that are dealing with long haul COVID, they will, they feel significantly better sometimes just after one, yeah. but we'll do them for, you know, a sequence of a couple of weeks and we kind of keep doing them as long as patients are continuing to see improvement. And a lot of times it gets them a long, a long way there towards being back to normal. So doing that with some uh, adrenal adaptogens, that's the usual combination that, that we do for those that are more advanced. Mm -hmm. um, that's great. And then also we talked about some of those lifestyle components as mm -hmm. far as, you know, doing more of the things that help us to relax um, 
and that goes anywhere from walking and just, I mean, obviously it's kind of unique to the individual, but walking, gentle movements, mm-hmm. um, being in nature, doing things mm-hmm. that help you calm down, whether that's a, you know, replacing nightly wine with a bubble bath or whatever that might look like for you. Mm-hmm. Um, things that, that bring you joy and help you to relax. And um, I, just in life in general, I'm always a an encourager of replacing rather than restricting, which if we have a habit that's not working for us or working for our health, it can be really good to replace it with something else rather than just continue to tell ourselves, I can't do, I can't do, I can't have, I can't have. Because as humans, we generally want those things more when, when we take that approach. So um, that's just a, a health coaching tip that can be helpful. That's good. Um, anything else that, well, uh, let's talk, what about food? So food is a, is a big part of this because eating the foods that are unhealthy, especially foods that we're potentially sensitive to, is another stress. Mm-hmm. And so if we're trying to pull ourselves out of a stressed reaction we need to we need to stop those those Mm -hmm. stressors and those are stressors that we can control yeah so things like you know processed foods uh, especially like processed trans fats those are really really hard on the body well and we're talking probably about inflammation here right like inflammatory foods yeah definitely inflammatory foods uh simple carbohydrates you know the, the breads and pastas cereals sugary things those are all uh, those are all hard on the adrenal glands because mm-hmm. what happens is that especially with the the high sugar or the the simple carbs is you get a sh- blood sugar spike and then a crash mm-hmm. and the crash you do need more cortisol to get your blood sugar levels back up so it's, it's telling your telling your adrenals to produce more cortisol when you're already struggling to produce produce enough and so we don't want to be getting these sugar crashes just like you mentioned with the BCAs as a nice option in the afternoon mm-hmm. stabilizing blood sugar levels throughout the day really good mm-hmm. for for helping adrenals to to improve so yeah so you really have to be going more towards uh, a clean diet mm-hmm. which is lots of fiber from vegetables right uh, clean meats healthy fats those that really stabilize blood sugar uh, now one thing I would say is that with adrenal fatigue you have to be somewhat careful on how aggressive you are on dieting yeah because dieting is actually a stress on the body too. Right. So you don't want to go too calorie restricted and you also don't want to go too low carb. Right. And that's a little, that's kind of tricky because when you have adrenal fatigue, oftentimes you also have weight gain. Mm-hmm. And so people will, will then start restricting. Yeah. And then that's putting more stress on the adrenals and it, it becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah. So it's not a great time to try to lose weight. When you're dealing with some adrenal fatigue issues, I mean, you can, but you have to be really careful. Well, and arguably, as these as these things are addressed and the adrenals heal, mm-hmm. that will naturally happen when we're eating relatively well. It it tends to stabilize when we get adrenals kind of under control. It, it it's trickier to get the weight off, but you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you don't really want to be pushing things a whole lot when you're struggling, when you're when you're super fatigued. So you wouldn't want to be doing things like keto. Mm-hmm. That's like really low carb. That's probably not the best idea. And you also don't want to do a lot of intermittent fasting, right? Because that is a prolonged period of hypoglycemia of lower sugar, and that is hard on the adrenals as well. So you have to be careful with those right. things. It's that whole Goldilocks effect and, mm-hmm. you know, not too much, not too little when it comes to exercise, 
when it comes to food and so so forth that kind of finding what works for you mm-hmm. um from a moderate standpoint and that can be hard yeah but it's it's worth the invest investment to figure out what actually works for you rather than jumping on the bandwagon of the next yeah. cool diet right sure. so Awesome. Well, is there anything else? I think we covered. I think that's pretty much, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. I would just say you know pay attention to your symptoms. Don't let people tell you that you're tired because you're getting older or something. Oh, it's not. Gracious. It's not normal. Don't to, get me started on that. Or that you're just depressed. You know mm-hmm. that only that's fair to say that you know there. Yes, depression can contribute to some fatigue, but if you're tired, doesn't mean you're definitely that you're automatically depressed. Mm-hmm. If there is this fatigue, if you're having that symptom, especially if it's kind of this wired but tired. You know, you're not only tired, but you're also feeling kind of anxious. That's a pretty good sign that this may be adrenal fatigue, and it's it's definitely worth getting it worked up, and it's worth treating because it can be it can be reversed, and people can feel better. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And as you guys know, you can always um, find Wiggy supplements at healthasitoughttobe.com, including the Adrenal Synergy. And if you're local to our area or sometimes beyond because people come from all over, you can come and see the team at Robinhood Integrative Health. So thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. And we'll look forward to next time.